and welcome back to Podcast 27. I'm your host, Haley, and I hope everyone is doing well today and enjoying the fall weather that has set in, or at least that's how it feels on the day I'm recording this. I've been waiting for this weather for, well, since the last time we had this weather, I guess, but I don't know. There's this feeling I get just like everyone else gets when I take that first sip like that first seasonal sip of a pumpkin cream cold brew from Starbucks and it truly melts my heart and my soul. I feel the same way when I step outside like on a sunny day in September and the air feels crisp and breezy and it smells like the leaves have started drying out and the temperature is sitting at like a perfect 63 to 68 degrees. Amazing. Amazing. Side note, why does everyone turn flavors of the fall into this competition of which one is better? Pumpkin versus apple? What? Two of the baddest flavor bitches and y'all want a superior flavor? No. They're both perfect. You can enjoy both. It's so stupid. It's so silly, but I see these posts on Facebook every time fall comes around. And it's like, I'm not a pumpkin spice and Halloween girl. I'm a chili and football game girl. Or like, I'm not a cute fall outfit girly. I'm a flannel and leggings girly or whatever. I'm like, why are y'all not enjoying every single one of these things? Like fall is the complete package. There is not one thing that isn't enjoyable about this season besides bugs, maybe. No more. No more this versus that. Okay, enough. Enough. I know that's silly, but I'm like, no, we don't need to be doing that. We don't need that. Anyway, y'all know I'm on... TikTok a lot brings me a great amount of joy most of the time and I'll be chronically online for hours at a time if I'm at home with nothing to do. Uh, More recently I've seen a lot of TikToks surrounding this idea of romanticizing your life or falling in love with your life, learning what you really love about yourself and your life, your dreams, what you desire, what you need to do to get all of these things that you want focusing on yourself, like really focusing on yourself and not just saying it, not just saying that you're like manifesting it and not doing anything about it and embracing change and progress, no matter how big or how small, learning new things about yourself, evolving, growing into this person that you talk about when you're talking about long-term goals, like five-year goals, 10-year goals, whatever. Now, some people look at this in like a negative light, maybe not even a negative light, in a realistic light, I guess. They say like, be realistic, stop exaggerating how you want things to be and just accept how they are. Or don't fool yourself into thinking your life is better than it is. And it's it's like when our friend is in a really terrible relationship, but they're so infatuated with this person. So when they talk about them, they're making them seem so much better than they actually are. And we both know that in reality, their relationship is actually really sad and not at all what it appears to be or what they post online. Or like the thought that if we have to romanticize something or romanticize our life that we should just be accepting that it's not good enough or that we're failing as a person because our life isn't how we want it to be. And it's really not that deep. Or like a lot of times people romanticize their past or what we see more of now at least are more people kind of romanticizing mental illness. But that's not what I'm trying to talk about here. I feel like The thought of romanticizing my own life from here today and like going forward could be something that really drives me to get up earlier and focus on all these hobbies that I've dropped along the way or 
the dresses that I've bought to wear to a farmer's market that I've let sit in my closet because I never make it a routine to go on a Saturday morning or the books that I've let pile up in my closet because I buy them to read on my porch. And then I think, oh, the weather's nice and I'll read it this day. And then I end up watching TV instead. Or I don't know, all of these little images and videos I've made up in my head of how I'd like my life to look if I only cared a bit more to make those things happen because I know it would bring me joy and they would make me feel 10 times better if I actually did them. And it's not really coming from a place of watching micro influencers on TikTok or YouTube and wanting their life or comparing their life to mine and longing for that love that they appear to have in their life because that's that's really not it at all. There's so many things and people in my life that I love more than enough and could never be unhappy about, but I want more of it. Or rather like I want more out of myself in those memories and in those moments. And I want to be more present in those times. And I want to look forward to dressing up for no reason other than to sit at a coffee shop and study or finally visit a farmer's market just to buy myself flowers, you know, like making yourself the main character of your life isn't this big dramatic thing. I mean, if you want it to be, then yeah, you could totally make it that way. But it's not a bad thing, I don't think. I think it's a bad thing if you're a narcissist, obviously, but that's entirely different. Someone wanting as much enjoyment and fulfillment and magic as they can get out of life isn't a bad thing. And if you want to exaggerate those feelings and daydreams and emotions in the moment, then I think turning all of that stuff into actively romanticizing your life and acting it out and feeling that love for your life and yourself is the way to do it. How can that be so bad? Basic, maybe. But bad, I don't really, I don't think so. I think generally for creators on platforms like TikTok or Twitter or YouTube or even podcasters, when their intent is to go viral, or they're literally making money from making content and they're very well known and successful, the burnout that inevitably happens is so strong because they're forcing themselves to continue this image and these projects that everyone is so used to consuming. And I'm sure the pressure that that has on someone is exhausting. So when we see our favorite creators in a bad place or taking a break and the reactions they get from fans or other people who say stuff like, well, you can't be that bad off because you put yourself in this position and you're doing really well and you should be happy because of the money that you're making or the attention that you're getting or, well, yeah, it's your job. What did you expect? I think that's unfair. And yeah, people put themselves in a position or like as podcasters, we put ourselves in a position to potentially entertain other people and profit from it. But people still deserve to have a break or be honest with their audiences without judgment or just be happy with what they're doing if they're not making money off of it. I don't think that there's really any room to be rude or harsh towards someone for that. And so for me, the thought of focusing on not going viral and just enjoying whatever hobbies I have and putting them out there in case anyone finds it entertaining is a bit easier because I don't want to lose my passions for things and I don't want to feel like my worth is defined from my ability or lack of ability to entertain people. Obviously, it's different at my work. And that has played a huge part in my own mental health. But at the end of the day, I know that I'm going to wake up and do it all over again. And my attitude and outlook on the day could make or break me. So I have to choose not how the day is going to go, but how I'm going to handle whatever comes to me. And it's a lot easier said than done. 
because I'm kind of, I'm kind of the person that's like, oh, you just want me to choose to be happy. You want me to choose that. Obviously you can't choose to be depressed or not. I know people say that you can, and I firmly do not believe that that's true. But if I can choose and kind of rewire my brain to handle whatever I'm going through in ways that I normally wouldn't, then I think I might have a a better grasp on things. I don't know if that makes sense. So with that said, I think that I'm going to start putting myself into a place mentally where I'm continuing to, I daydream a lot. I daydream a lot. I fantasize a lot about different things. I want my life. And so I think I'm going to keep doing that, but I'm also going to play it up and just fake it. So my brain doesn't know the difference. And over time, I think that documenting the new ways I'm able to fall in love with things in my life or new things or things about myself. Maybe I'll enter a new era for my character. Like if I'm the main character, main character energy, if I'm the main character and I'm the one writing the story, like my story, writing the plot, writing in other main characters and side characters and the places this character goes and all of that stuff, then I should eventually find myself right in the place where I wanted my character to end up. Even if there's roadblocks or like writer's blocks along the way. And yeah, like maybe that's something we should be doing anyway. Maybe I'm behind and totally late to the game, but better late than never, you know? So yeah, I think that that's what I'm going to start doing. I love taking pictures and videos, like candid shots of my friends and just things in general. Love looking through photo albums, love watching people's like just videos of vacations they go on or like their everyday life. I think that stuff's pretty interesting. So I have so many visions for just like small things and big things. And I feel like if I just see myself as this like cool, interesting, hip character that my younger self thought that I would look like when I was older, then maybe I will get there in the next year. Maybe. So how do I intend on waking up tomorrow and changing things around to begin this romantic romanticizing of my life? Romantic romanticization? What is the word for that? For some reason, my mouth is just like not getting it together right now. <laughs> I also got my dental surgery done. I didn't talk about that. I got my dental surgery done and I'm not wearing my stay plates right now. So my mouth is like not feeling really cool, but I'm trying to record without a bunch of extra noises being in the mic and in the podcast. So yeah. So how do I intend on doing this? Let me pull, I found this website. Let me see what the article says. I haven't read through it yet. So this could be really silly or it could be really helpful. I don't know. It's just this girl that made, what is her name? Camille Styles. I don't know anything about her, but she made this article that's like 20 ways to romanticize your life. So the first one Infuse your routines with mindfulness. So basically just doing things with intention, I guess, or being like aware of why you're doing the things that you're doing. I feel like that's pretty standard. Number two, dress up your morning beverage. Okay, this is accurate. I'm not going to go put shrooms in my coffee or whatever, but I do. I have been interested lately in making like syrups like homemade syrups for my coffee and teas because I'm a big tea gal love the herbal teas and I had my Starbucks drink this morning my pumpkin cream cold brew 
I just yesterday for the first time customized my own Starbucks drink online and went to pick it up. I don't know why I've never done that before. Great. Loved it. Best drink I've ever had. I finished my coffee this morning and then I made myself a cup of coffee and just poured it back into my Starbucks cup and put ice in it. Literally tastes like shit. I am going to drink it anyway because like I don't know. I like the way that dirt kind of drinks taste. But this one, I try to sweeten it up and everything. It is not good. So this little thing says, try making your own lavender syrup and add it to your tea. Check out these ingredients of ways you can dress up your morning beverage. That's pretty fun. It's like making a smoothie bowl and you want all these colors in it because you think it'll make you feel better for the day, even if it's just cute to look at. I feel like that's pretty fair. Number three. Ditch your phone and pick up your book instead. This should be, I think, something that everyone does anyway if they are able to read. The first thing I do when I wake up is I look at my phone because I'm turning my alarms off and then I got to go through all my social media accounts just to see what's up, what I missed during the six hours that I slept. If I just picked up, I don't even have to pick up a book for this. Should I? Yes. I just bought a new book that I want to start reading. But I feel like on the days that I don't have to get up and go to work or even on the days that I do, maybe I should just start waking up earlier and make time for these because that's truly, I know people do that anyway. I want to be one of those people. Okay. Number four, take your time and give yourself the grace to do so. Rushing is not fun. That's true. I do feel like I rush myself a lot, but when it comes to stuff like homework or deadlines, I work really well under pressure. So when I am procrastinating until the very last minute, It's usually with intention because I do way better like that. But I guess this could be applied to like hobbies, like other hobbies like stretching or I try to learn new stuff like pole work wise. So if I was just more patient with myself, I feel like I'd be a lot more happier, you know? Number five, design your dream morning routine. This is one that I see on TikTok a lot and it's like, People get up and they wash their face and they have like this whole skincare routine and then they make their tea or their coffee and then they go sit on the porch and they take their dog for a walk. Literally things that people have down to a routine anyway that should not be that big of a deal. But for me, I'm like, I want to make a cute little routine. Maybe I should do that. And then I would get up and like make breakfast every single morning or I don't know, be prepared for my morning so that I have a fun day ahead of me, even if it's not going to be a fun day, but I'm going to add that to my list. Number six, create a curated life playlist. I have a playlist for everything. So this is very fitting, I think, because music can really change my mood. It can make it a really good mood, really bad mood, really sad mood, really stressed mood. I was actually, okay, this morning I was driving, I was driving back from Starbucks so nice outside. So, so nice outside. I rolled the windows down, had my arm out the window, was sipping my little coffee beverage, listening to my fall playlist that I made specifically for this feeling where I get so overwhelmed with the happiness that the weather has brought me. And I started crying in the car and I was like, I don't know if this is just from me like PMSing or if I'm truly enjoying this moment to the fullest, to the point that it made me so emotional. And that's how I want more moments in my life to be. I'm emotional as it is already, but I want to be more emotional about all of the happy moments that I'm having, even if it's just me sitting in my car crying. 
And that's fine too. Number seven, date yourself. Yes. This, okay. You can obviously tell I did not read this before because I'm, these are all the things that I was already thinking. Oh my gosh. Okay. So dating yourself. I know this is something that people talk about anyway, taking yourself on dates, being comfortable, going to places by yourself, which I already am. But most of the time it's me going to the bookstore or like when I was drinking, me going to sit like sit at a bar and talk to the bartender or something or just go taking myself out to eat. But I want to do more things that are like adventurous. I don't know. I've got some plans. I've got, I would like to travel alone, take myself on a little like road trip travel date, I guess. You can, anything can be a date. If you can enjoy time by yourself, then I think you're doing pretty good. That's what I want to do. Number eight, have fun with flowers. Yes. I, so there's a flower truck. I don't remember where it is. It might be maybe in Woodstock or Roswell. I thought there was one at the Marietta Square but they have beautiful flowers. When I was up in Washington with Drew, we went to, it was like not even a, yeah, I guess it was a farmer's market, but they have like a designated spot that they built this market for near Seattle. And this person had the most beautiful array of flowers. And I was like, if I saw something like that, I would be down there every Saturday buying myself flowers because they were so pretty. And they weren't even like, it wasn't like, roses and just like typical flowers it was like pinterest flowers that i see and i'm like i those look fake and i want them in my home anyway number nine switch up your space yeah that will make someone feel really good i want to finally get this podcast room painted and designed how i have imagined it since we moved in here i still haven't done that so maybe that'll be my project my winter project I think that would be fun. I have a lot of ideas for this room, so I can't wait to start that process because that's a process that I'm going to film as well. Number 10, plan your best day ever. Every once in a while, reserve a weeknight for planning out your perfect night, whether it's getting up early, treating yourself to coffee and a donut, driving out to the coast for a walk on the beach, blah, blah, blah. Spend a little time with your journal. That's what she's saying to do. Yeah, I feel like plan out... Plan a day for you of all the things that make you really happy and just treat yourself. Sounds pretty standard to me. Number 11, go to the movies. I do like watching movies alone, especially in the, like, I love seeing movies with Drew, but if he's out of town or if there's a movie that I really want to see, I'll just go by myself because then I get the popcorn to myself and I don't have to, I don't know. I don't have to worry about anything else. It's just me and I'm there and I'm enjoying it. Bada bing, bada boom. Unless the movie's bad, then that's really upsetting. But number 12, find inspiration through art. Yeah. I haven't been to a museum in a couple years. I think the last museum I went to was when I went to Florida. I think it was Jacksonville. I went to an art museum there and it was like an art and garden museum. That was really pretty. But I do want to go to the High Museum. In Atlanta, I have not been there in a very long time. And they've always got stuff going on there. Or even like the aquarium. The Georgia Aquarium's great. Anyway, number 13, thank yourself out loud. Can't say that I will be using that one. <laughs> mm. Nar, 
No, I don't think we'll be doing that one. I mean, I can understand why that would help someone else, but I talk to myself out loud enough and I don't really think I have a lot to thank myself for in this moment in time. Like the examples that she gives are, thank you for working out and giving your body the stretch it needed. I'm so sorry. I'm not going, I'm not going to be using that one. Um, but if you do, good for you. No shame. I just, I just, that doesn't do anything for me. Number 14, own your ambition. Hmm. Yeah. That makes sense. She says, okay, despite having a longstanding writing practice, it took me years before I finally felt comfortable calling myself a writer. But here's the thing. The definition of a writer, someone who writes. The def definition of a painter, someone who paints. Whether it's a hobby or a career, start practicing and getting comfortable with owning what you do and giving yourself the credit you deserve. Okay, now that I read that, that makes a lot of sense because the years that I was doing hair and it, I could never call myself a professional. Even out of school, all the stuff that I went through during school got my license as I was working at the salon, even interning, even after I was interning and still feeling uncomfortable calling myself a professional because I still felt like a child that was learning. And that's the thing. In that industry, you're always learning. The day that you stop learning, it probably gets really boring after that. So when you're good at it, doesn't even matter if you're good at it or not. I see that's a, another thing on Twitter, the writing community, because I'm part of the podcasting community. I always see a bunch of writers who are down on themselves or they doubt themselves and even if they think that their writing is bad, they're still a writer. So that makes that makes a lot of sense. Love that. Okay. Let's see what else. I'm going to skip through some of these because the list is feeling a little bit longer than I anticipated. <laughs> so, oh, no. 15. Go analog with your communication. When it comes to staying in touch with friends and family, in a pinch, texting and DMs get the job done. But as someone who values her relationships above all else. I love taking my time to mindfully interact with loved ones. That's cute. Getting some stationery, like pretty stationery. Actually, my friend does that. She makes her own um, like wax to seal her envelopes with because she sends her friends letters in the mail. That would be fun. Maybe I could make my own stationery. I'm not big of like, there's a few people that I like to talk to over the phone, but I'm not really big on like phone calls or FaceTime. Not really into that. I'm a, I'm a big texter, even though I'm really bad at replying. I go through phases, but maybe I need, I don't know. Maybe I need to change. Maybe I need to change that part of my personality. Hmm. Let's see what number 16 is. Oh, 16 is burn the candles. Yes. Even the nice ones. I am a candle baby. I love candles. So that's not too hard to do. I probably have like three candles going right now that I've forgotten about. And I love, okay, so I just discovered, um, what is it? Pop shelf. Not too long ago. They have great candles. They just burn so fast. So I found one. I can't remember what it's called, but it's like very fall based, but like fruity fall and it smells so good. And I burned it. And then after like three days it was gone. So it really, that's another mood changer too. Music smells, all that stuff really just makes or breaks the mood when I'm at home. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I should do that. Okay. 17, cook by candlelight. 
You know what? That's really romantic in theory. And I'm sure that's so relaxing for people. However, I can't see shit. I have to have the lights on when I eat. Drew, okay. I There was one time I asked him to turn the lights back on. He was like, why? We're just eating. And I was like, I can't see my food. And it's right in front of me. And so every time we're sitting on the couch and we're eating dinner together, he's like, I can't see my food. And I'm like, look, I have my glasses on and it's still too dark for me to see anything. So I personally will not be taking this this little suggestion, but I really love the idea of that for other people. Number 18, dance it out. I do love dancing. I do that anyway. I'm not a good dancer, but that's pretty fun. Or like if you hear a, a cute little song and you're out in public and you just want to just dance with your partner, like no one's watching, do it. Number 19, surround yourself with scent. Yeah. Like smells that's so true that is so true that goes back to the candle thing I think and number 20 lastly unplug instead of looking outward for the answers disconnect and spend time looking within that's pretty yeah that's pretty standard that sounds like something a therapist would say to me or anyone really I spend a lot of time on my phone so that's something that I definitely need to work on even if I wasn't trying to romanticize my life I think (laughs) generally I think those sound pretty reasonable I think Yeah, I think I'm going to document all of these things, make a little video at the end of the year to see if any of these things changed my mindset or rewired my brain into just being a little bit more happier about myself or like really pushed me into making the effort to change myself. Because you can always like you can wake up every single day and reinvent yourself. But I don't know. I have this image of my main character energy that I want to be. And that's what I'm going to try and reinvent myself as and it's not like me letting go of like the past or me trying to get away from this person that I was I just think it's fun to think about a I don't know like a leveled up person that I could be a leveled up version of myself that I could be so I'll think on that one well if any of you listening have any helpful hints or hacks on this subject if you are a romanticizer of your own life and you have something to add, or if you think this is the stupidest episode you've ever heard, feel free to reach me on Twitter or Instagram at podcast 27. And I'll probably reply back to you within a couple days. So thank you for listening to this episode once again, and I hope you enjoy the rest of your day. Bye.